all know that Etsy success goes way beyond just posting and ghosting your listings, right? And if not, then this episode is definitely for you as we are going to be covering how important it is to build an external audience off of Etsy for your Etsy shop success. Welcome to Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I'm Bailey, a top 0.1% Etsy seller, coach, and mompreneur. Learn how my digital shops made over half a million dollars in just six months, all by working smarter, not harder. Get ready for transparent advice and Etsy secrets, digital products, and print-on-demand business strategies. Together, we'll maximize your time for profitable online business success. Welcome to episode number four of Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I am super excited to have you back here again today as we talk about the world of building your audience off of Etsy and what that means for you as a long-term brand. Get ready to explore the amazing role that having your own audience will have in enhancing your brand visibility broadening your customer base, and establishing stability beyond those Etsy algorithms. So as many of you know, um, I have been having a little digital product shop on Etsy for the past two years, selling Tumblr wraps. And in the beginning, um, I really wasn't concerned with building an external audience because I was primarily focused on the Etsy traffic and them just sending traffic to me uh, without me having to do much extra work besides the typical SEO that went along with it. As soon as I had my first earliest success, which was about three months after switching completely over to digital, I quickly realized what the benefit would be if I could just be able to reach out to those customers directly to show them any new product or design that I had come up with instead of waiting on the algorithm of Etsy to rank me again organically or even pay for ads at that point in my journey. I was just not even thinking of it in terms of marketing as far as you are told to build an email list from the beginning or make sure your brand has a social media presence. Instead, I was just focusing on the customer and really thinking about how could I connect with them the fastest way possible when I had new designs, which was daily at the time, to get them to immediately purchase as soon as possible. So that very first month, I immediately set up my private Facebook group and started an email list as well. And I was able to start reaching out to my customers pretty much immediately once I was starting getting signups to that email newsletter and people joining my group so that when I released new designs, they would be the first to see them. I wasn't waiting again on ranking or paying for ads. And I started to see an immediate bump in sales, especially on the days that I sent out that email newsletter, which at the time was every Friday. And I can tell you from implementing the email newsletter and the Facebook group, I basically doubled my income. So I was hitting $15,000 months at the time, 
And after sending out the email and growing that email list to about 5,000 people at that time and a very small Facebook group, it was probably only about 1,000 people, I was reaching numbers in between $25,000 and $30,000 a month. And the only thing I was doing differently, because I was still putting out the exact same number of listings, was I was just posting those designs daily to my group that was continuing to grow every day and sending out a very simple email newsletter at the end of the week. So I really like to emphasize to my students that it's very, very important to begin your social media following if you are choosing to do that. And if not the bare minimum, your email list at the beginning of your shop, because had I started that Immediately, I would have had four months worth of other customers that were probably missed in the process because I waited until I was starting to see a lot of sales. Now, have they probably come around full circle in the end? But yes, I could have probably sped up the process just a little bit by starting that email list and Facebook group from the beginning and begin that marketing to them and connection with them um, that much quicker instead of waiting that four-month period. And one of the other benefits of starting it from the very beginning is that you're not going to have to do a lot of back work. What happened was after the four months of not having it, I had to go back and update the over 600 listings that I did have with the information of how to join the Facebook group and how to sign up for the email, which at the time I wasn't using a bulk uploader tool like Vela, which you can easily do something like that now. Um, But at the time I didn't have that option. So it was a manual process of us going back through, not us really at the time because there was no VA, Um, It was just me going back through to the most popular listings, which was still a few hundred, and updating all of those files so that they had the instructions of how to join the group and how to sign up for the email newsletter. So I just really would have saved myself a lot of time um, and stress had I just started it from the beginning and it was put into process from the beginning. So the first big impact of building your audience off of Etsy simultaneously while you're getting sales on Etsy is your increased brand's visibility and diversification, meaning that after a certain time that my Facebook group had been on the platform and growing from sending my own customers over there, Facebook then began to see the rapid growth of people that were joining the group, and it started to recommend my group to people who were also interested in sublimation uh, crafts and tumblers and designs. So I was beginning to get a lot of people that had never even purchased from me off of Etsy. And this can really help you broaden your customer base because maybe these are people who are brand new to sublimation or whatever it is that you are selling. And they are recommended to you in their Facebook feed. They have something in common with you and they join. And that is potentially a new customer um, that would have probably never found you. Or maybe they don't know that these specific products are on Etsy. And so then you can direct them back to your Etsy shop by that way. The second big benefit of growing your own audience off of Etsy, and I'm sure this is 
um, probably the one that everybody can most um, agree to is that you aren't reliant on the Etsy algorithm. Um, As we all know, it takes a good 30, 60, even 90 days at times for Etsy to properly analyze a listing and rank it according to who they think the listing um, best serves. So you are kind of playing a waiting game, especially if you are not using ads in the beginning um, to figure out if your listing is going to be profitable or not, or if it is something that customers are interested in. And this can be kind of um, discouraging in the beginning for new sellers because they don't see that immediate success. Um, If you do have an external audience base on a Facebook group or in an email list, you're able to get those sales immediately versus waiting on that ranking factor. I know that now if I post five to 10 designs in my Facebook group and let them know where they are on the Etsy platform, as well as send my weekly newsletter every day that I send an email, it's an immediate boost in sales just because I am put back to the top of my customers' minds. And the same goes with Facebook group as well. Um, They're able to see the images right there in front of them. They didn't have to go search for the store or go um, be distracted by other sellers, similar types of products. And usually I can rely on at least 10 to 15 sales immediately just from posting to my group and to my um, email list if it happens to fall on that day. And then that leads into the fourth thing, which is creating that sales velocity and that sales boost that a lot of people like to talk about. So in the Etsy world, the biggest thing to consider and what is going to have the most impact on your store and all your listings is sales velocity, meaning the more sales that you get, the more Etsy is going to push that product back in front of relevant buyers. So you want to get sales as quick as possible. And it also helps you to see if the design or the type of product is what your customer is looking for. Many times I've had um, designs that I thought and I put up that I thought were going to do amazing and I got little to no reaction at all within the Facebook group. Nobody went and bought it, which to me, that just shows me that either I was off point from what the design style needed to be or it was just something that was too niched down or too narrow and specific and didn't appeal to a wide enough audience. And this does happen sometimes if you are in a industry where you take design type requests, if you're in the graphic design space or SVGs or sublimation, there can be times that you get a lot of requests and they are not going to appeal to the broad masses of Etsy. And it is up to you at that point if you are going to be creating those types of designs or maybe you are going to charge a higher price point for those very niche specific types of products because you know you're not going to make it up in volume off of the regular Etsy traffic. So hopefully that makes sense about the sales velocity. The idea is to get your customers to purchase new listings as soon as possible. Um, It doesn't necessarily work with the email way because I wait to send it 
till the end of the week and kind of like as a recap of everything that I put out as well as if there's any sales. But the Facebook group really works to get that instant initial boost, um, which is really what you want on a brand new listing. And then again, it will tell you if your people are interested in it or not. And then you can kind of pivot the design um, if you want to try again with a different type of style or maybe a different type of content if it's more on a printable checklist type of product. This then leads to the fourth impact that um, this type is all tied together um, is going to have on your store and listings as a whole. By getting that initial sales boost, you're going to enhance your item ranking and your search visibility. So the more that you can play kind of by the Etsy rules, which is get that sales velocity going as quick as possible, the higher the listing quality score you're going to get and your shop's overall quality score, if there is something that they call that, I'm not sure. I know it is on the listings, but when there is a strong connection that they see that you're continuing to send traffic um, off-site of Etsy to your Etsy shop, um, they will reward you with ranking your products higher because they have a better idea of who your shop is for, what the customer likes, and past purchases. So if they are more likely to purchase that again, which then translates into um, a higher visibility on those Etsy search results pages. So now that we've gone over the benefits all of building that external audience, I want to touch on some of the strategies that I've used to build a Facebook group um, to over 10,000 and to an email list of over 19,000 people in a little over about a year and a half total is what that took. Um, and it's all about just implementing really solid processes and strategies within your digital product listings so that they'll continue to run and kind of funnel your customers into your email list or into your Facebook group or your Pinterest account or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that you're posting on. I will highly recommend to choose the social media platform that your audience most likely is to be on. For me, um, there are huge sublimation crafting type groups on Facebook, which is why I chose that. And there's not very many content um, besides just images or um, people who follow sublimation Tumblr boards on Pinterest, which is why I chose, again, the Facebook group. And then, of course, the email list. So once you've chosen a social media platform, and I do recommend just one and to focus on that because it's very hard to grow across four or five different types of platform as they all require different types of content and learning curves and different algorithms to understand. For instance, if you're going to be focusing on creating digital papers and digital assets for something like junk journaling um, or journal crafting type, you might be interested in looking at TikTok or YouTube, a more tutorial-based type of content, and you could show your products being used or how to create different types of junk journals with the products. And the same goes for TikTok because it's a very huge 
niche on the TikTok platform, just in a shorter form content and not as much teaching. So that would be a specific example of where you would want to find your audience and then grow your presence there instead of trying to grow on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook if they're not really there. So when you do have that social media chosen and your email autoresponder set up, I highly recommend implementing them into your Etsy listings as soon as possible, as well as your shop. You're going to want to include your, essentially your opt-in to join that email list or join your Facebook group or whatever it may be in everywhere possible. So you're going to want to think of places like your shop banner, your announcement section, the section at the bottom of your page, um, you are able to include links down there. And then as well as a part of your digital product so that they have some direction of where to go after and how to get your designs. So the platform that I use right now is Everbee for my email marketing. And I'm able to send them out their free designs after they have chosen to opt in by easily adding in a link that they can access to a Google Drive with the free files that I've offered them to join my email newsletter, making it a completely seamless process of getting new customers to join my list. Another way to start growing either your list or your social media following off of Etsy is to choose to start posting relevant content on the social media platform that you're growing your following on. So for me, it would be starting from a Facebook page, um, which is like a business page that you would want to have set up and start posting content that is interesting to your audience. So it would be sublimation tips and tricks for me. It could be images of my designs. It could be videos of my designs. It could be links to relevant information um, related to the craft. And these are all types of content that I have posted in the past, especially on um, the Facebook page and my TikTok when I was actually paying attention to it and growing it more last year. Um, I'm not very active on it anymore just because I don't really need to be, um, but I do use it from time to time to get a boost of new customers into my email list by doing things, um, which kind of leads me to my next tip of growing your audience, and that is by hosting giveaways. So I've done this a few times in the past where I usually always do something physical unless it is like a bundle of my digital designs or maybe access to my membership site or designs as well. But it seems to have always worked better when I give away a physical product. So a couple of things that I've given away in the past would be things that would help your audience with whatever it is that you're selling. So since I sell primarily tumbler wraps, I have given away um, heat presses, converted eco tank printers. I've given away inventory, so like boxes of tumblers, and they all work really well. And the goal is is just to get as much action on your post and get them to share, like, and follow you, and then enter their email address as a chance to win this. 
usually when I do run these types of giveaways in the past, I've gotten a couple thousand followers and email subscribers at once. And the last time that I did this um, was just about three months ago now. Um, And if you didn't work, watch that. Um, There will be a link to that in the description um, if you want to see how I structure a giveaway and set up everything. You are more than welcome to click that link below and that will give you the instructions. I ran through the entire process even um, while I was doing the giveaway live and everything so you could see how it is set up. And I think I got close to 600 followers in um, and email subscribers within that short time. And it was just for three or four days. So it can be really powerful um, if you have the budget to um, do that type of giveaway. Of course, the higher ticket the item, the more involved people are going to be and willing to give out their email address and then do all of the little things like share, like, and follow. Um, Again, you can do this with digital products. It can be a variation of whatever you sell, maybe a bundle um, or put together a few things that make sense in your shop and offer that as the prize and you will still get some good engagement on that type of giveaway. So hopefully you are ready to either continue building your audience off of Etsy or you're ready to start one at this point as it is going to be, I believe, a pretty much non-negotiable in 2024 and moving forward for Etsy shops just to um, create that long-standing type of brand that hopefully everybody wants to have and create a sustainable and highly profitable brand on Etsy or off Etsy. Some of the other benefits that just come along with your own audience is if you, you know, God forbid, ever get kicked off of the Etsy platform, you have an immediate connection through your email list or social media that you can contact your customers and tell them that you've moved either to your own site or that you're selling on a different platform, which can be very powerful. And if they are very loyal customers, they will usually follow you over there. Um, The other big important factor is that when you are ready to um, either create something off of Etsy um, that works along with Etsy like I have, which is a membership type subscription model for my designs, I was able to freely market to them when I was ready to let them know about my membership site and I didn't need to pay for any type of external marketing or ads because I already had the audience built. And of course, when I released that, um, plenty of people were more than happy to go join over there just because it was way more cost-effective than buying individual designs off of Etsy. So it actually created its own separate um, income stream from Etsy, which is really important in just diversifying your um, income online instead of placing all of your bets on the Etsy platform. So once you have began building your audience, you are going to want to set a few things in place. And this is things like creating consistent content for them, whether this is in the form of educational type content that relates to your product that helps them use it, Um, you can mix in product photos or product videos of it. And um, you can also share related content to it as a form of content as well. 
The main point being is that you want to create some type of consistent schedule where you are posting um, to remain at the top of mind to your customers. It really doesn't do any good to build a great email list and then never email them because the email list will grow cold. It will have decreased deliverability, um, so you won't wind up in the the user's email um, inbox very often. You'll wind up in spam or promotions because they're not actively engaging with your emails. And the other thing is to provide just valuable content in there. So don't always just be posting lots of pictures of your products and then never deliver any value. Um, and this is kind of what I went the route with my TikTok was more like how-to type of sublimation videos, even though I don't do it any longer, um, but deliver some type of value on a somewhat consistent schedule. So for me right now, a consistent schedule in the Facebook group consists of usually three to four posts per week, and that's about it. Um, We have actually grown a very, very engaging Facebook group because there are so many individuals in there who post their own finished product photos or how they did something or links to relevant type of learning content for new people. So the more and more that it has grown, it's kind of developed its own. It's not really developed anything. It's it's really just kind of grown as the individuals are kind of promoting the educational content themselves in there. And it's not totally reliant on me. Um, but in the beginning, I did have to do that type of posting more often until it did grow to a certain level where lots of individuals were contributing their own personal Um, either stories or tips and tricks, of course, their photos and their videos. Um, It really does also increase like a really um, good sense of community um, with a, you know, type of crafter that does a specific type of craft. Um, So that really does increase engagement as well, which is why I always highly recommend that you Um, work on building an audience-based digital product shop instead of just like having a general product shop because it is very, very difficult to grow a Facebook group, for an example, with someone who has bought a wedding digital planner and then the next person bought a budget tracking sheet and then the next person bought a Tumblr wrap. All three people would have nothing in common. They would they would, there would be no type of um, consistent or a type of content that would be relevant that you could post for all three of them to get them to join your group. Um, so that type of marketing doesn't really, I mean, it's not really marketing. That type of group would not really be successful. Not that I've ever seen in my time at looking at um, all types of successful Etsy shops. And the same goes for email as well. There um, is really no way that you'd be able to send out a mass weekly newsletter to all of your people because they could have bought, again, a Tumblr wrap, a wedding digital planner, and a um, 
golfing checklist, for example. And so say you released a daycare, social media post um, guide, a homeschool planner, and a Tumblr wrap the next week. Well, hopefully one person had bought a Tumblr wrap, but then that's the only person that is going to be interested in that email because there is no connection and there's no reason for them to buy from you again because there's nothing else that they need at that time in your shop and they'll go to a different shop if they need um, something else related to a budgeting, a tracking template that they had bought the week before from you. <laughs> so finally, the really, the really only tools that I have used um, to help be consistent with my um, content marketing, so to speak, um, has been my email platform. I did over about four months ago migrate from a very clunky autoresponder to the Everbee platform. And that was just because it was, well, it was extremely more cost effective. And then the Everbee platform, and as many of you know, it is built for um, Everbee and it had the keyword research tool. So many of you already use it anyway. Um, so it was built with the Etsy seller in mind and it integrates directly with your Etsy shop, meaning I can now see all of the metrics that are tied to the emails that I sent out and whether or not they brought in um, sales or maybe I lost subscribers or what the click-through rate was on a certain email compared to another one. And that is all stuff that I wasn't able to really ever track before with my autoresponder because it was not able to be hooked up to my Etsy shop. So that was the big uh, reason for the move. And again, um, it is just way more cost-effective and it actually is way more user-friendly. Um, it just takes literally five minutes to set up. It's probably five clicks and you just hook up your shop and you're ready to go. Another big thing is they have implemented lots of templates already. So you're not starting anything from scratch. You can just open them up and you can edit them. And then you can automate all of the processes that you are sending out your emails and or you can choose to send out weekly ones, which is what I do. As far as the Facebook um, group posting, I don't use any type of, I did at one time use a scheduler, but because I kind of designed the same day or the day before, um, it wasn't really working because those types of scheduling tools kind of work well if you are batch creating and then schedule out all of your posts at once, which if you are doing that, then definitely look at something like Tailwind um, because that is what I used. I still use that for my Pinterest account, but um, not really for the Facebook group because the designs, as I said, are done um, pretty much on the day of that they're going to get posted and listed. So we kind of just do it, but it takes less than three minutes to make a post. You just add your pictures, type a little bit of a sentence, and then hit publish. So um, other than that, that just takes about three to five minutes of your time to go in and share it. If you're not going to share product photos, I mean, engagement can be something as simple as, um, and then this is something I guess you could totally automate. If you are going to be adding like some value content on a regular basis, you could definitely batch create, um, I don't know, 15 of those and have those scheduled to be posted on your Facebook group every day or every other day. And then you're going to post something else on the other days. And then that way you're not having to go in on those days and post it. It would just automatically post that for you. And you would just sit down and create all of those posts at once and then schedule them all in Tailwind at once as well. 
And then I highly recommend just choosing a schedule that works best for you on your emails. So if you are able to do it once a week, that's great. I would just choose a day and then add that to your schedule that you're going to send out a weekly newsletter with whatever it might be that you have added that week, new products, sales, discounts, things like that. Um, Or if you can do it twice a week, um, you can actually schedule as many as you want in Everbee. And um, once again, you could batch do that type of work as well and have those all scheduled out for, say, a month if you had your products. And again, this is something depending on your work schedule. Like if you don't create like I do, that's something that you could do and schedule that out so you're not spending time going in and out every day trying to add different types of emails Um, I do it weekly on Friday just because it's easy to see at the end of the week everything I've done and I can put in just a few images, let people know about anything that's going on and then hit send. It really does take only about 10 minutes and then that is good to go. At the end of the day, you just want to make sure you set up some type of schedule for both your social media and your email list where it makes sense for you that you know that you can commit to and uh, remain consistent is probably just the biggest tip that I can give you. As far as continuing to grow both of those, you just wanna remain consistent and post valuable content. So that wraps up what I had for today. If you do want some more information on this topic, I do have one of my blog articles linked below. You can find that in the episode description. And again, if you are interested in learning about the um, way that I structure my giveaways, how I set that email up, and kind of the process of running one of those, I'll have that linked down in the description below as well. I want to thank you so much for joining me today, and if you enjoyed and found value in today's episode, um, I would ask that we would just take a moment to share this podcast, and don't forget to rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform. And then to ensure that you don't miss any upcoming episodes, just remember to subscribe so that you'll receive the notifications whenever we do release a new episode. Goodbye for now, and I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Digitally Purpose, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And now it's your turn to put what you've learned into action. If you do want to take it to the next level, be sure to check out my community, Digitally Purposed, a step-by-step and self-paced training guide to plan, set up, launch, and monetize your digital product shop with continued weekly new trainings on the topics that matter most to you and a supportive community dedicated to helping you reach your goals. For more details, just visit digitallypurpose.com and unlock the potential of your online business. I will see you in the next episode.